Today is Tuesday, December 13th. The title for our devotional is The Obedience of Joseph. This Advent season, remember, we're going through Matthew's account of Jesus' birth. This week, we've come to the second section of the birth narrative, which describes the actual birth of Jesus. Here in Matthew's Gospel, he emphasizes a few key themes, and here he emphasizes the obedience of Joseph in Jesus' birth. Let's read Matthew 1, 18-25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. First here, we read that Mary and Joseph were pledged to be married. Betrothal in this culture was a longer period of time than most engagements are today. The husband-to-be would come under contract with the family of his betrothed. He would have obligations to fulfill, and chastity was a part of the obligations required of both parties. This contract was binding and would often last more than a year before the two would officially come together in marriage and live together. Verse 19 explains Joseph's dilemma in this situation. He was faithful to the law, so he desired to uphold the righteous standards of the law, which it appears had been violated, that is, Mary had not upheld the chastity requirement of the law. So he wanted to remain faithful to the law and do what was right. Yet, out of concern for her, he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. This would certainly have tarnished her reputation in the community. As Turner writes in his commentary on Matthew, Joseph becomes something of a model of one whose high standards are balanced with compassion. This is one of the great challenges of the Christian life. After salvation, how do we balance the need to live according to the high standards of Christ's teaching with the need for compassion? This is, of course, too big of a topic to undertake here and now, but suffice it to say both must be present in the heart of a Christian, compassion and conviction. The text here in this section assumes that Matthew's desire to divorce her quietly was due to his lack of understanding as to the miraculous nature of the child's conception. Who can really blame him, right? When the angel appears to him and reveals the true nature of the child's conception, Joseph is quick to obey, as verse 24 indicates. So, just as Joseph was a model of compassion and conviction, as we saw a few verses earlier, he's also a model of obedience. To obey, however, Joseph had to overcome his fear, as we read about in verse 20, which we see the angel, after he appeared to him, he says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. So, we aren't told the exact fear that Joseph has to overcome, but we can assume that it was a hindrance to his obedience that the angel calls him to overcome his fear in order to obey and take Mary home as his wife. So Joseph's obedience, again, is an example of discipleship to Christ. For reflection time today, I want to invite you to reflect on the twofold examples of discipleship that we have in Joseph here. First of all, think of a recent conflict with someone close to you. How did you respond? 
What was motivating those responses? Can you detect both compassion and conviction in your motives? Do you desire to promote righteousness while still holding out compassion for the other person? That's one. Number two, are there any fears keeping you from obeying God? Do you have a sense that God is calling you to do something, but you are afraid to take steps towards doing it? Is God convicting you about something that you are currently doing and should stop doing, but you're afraid of what might happen if you stop? Confess those fears to God and reaffirm your faith and your desire to obey his word and his calling.